welcome to this week's episode of My Neighbor Just Decided to Start Using His Leaf Blower Right at the Time of My Recording. Kidding. This is brain fart. And actually, he just stopped, so many, many thanks. But if you hear it, that's that's what you gotta do during a pandemic. You just have to set up your recording studio, uh, put up some pillows, and hope that that dampens the sound enough for your podcast and you know we're all here trying our best doing our hardest so yeah welcome to brain fart if you're new that was quite quite the entrance for you to for you to join in on uh if you're coming back hi welcome back thanks for joining us guys we have another incredible episode for you full of knowledge uh i'm maddie i'm your host uh this is my podcast I host them all. So here we are. Let's let's just get started, I think. I was going to do an a little update on my health and self, but I don't think I will. I'll just tell you it's been fine. I've had um I was not feeling great this week and I was also not feeling mentally great this week. So it was a little hard. I am doing much, much better though. So I am glad of that. But I I just kind of wanted to get into this episode and felt like it needed to be its kind of own, needed to be its own standalone thing. I didn't need to break it up into two parts. One about me, one about the topic. So let's just get into it. If you didn't listen to my episode last week, you should. Um, But it was just talking about the Black Lives Matter movement. And it was really in the thick of things. I say that because I think people are, I don't know, I think, I just want to remind people that it's not a one week trend to bring up these topics and to talk about racism and systemic racism and all of that stuff. It's a it's a lifetime fight and we have to keep doing it. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So I just wanted to put that out there because I feel the same way. And yeah, there we are. So that was, I talked a lot about that the last episode and um, I brought up uh, towards the end of it, the talk about the correlation between, I guess, disability rights and the Black Lives Matter movement and how how they can be similar in a way. And I had mentioned last time that I wasn't going to get into it during that episode because I wanted it to be focused on that. And guess what? This is me getting into it. <laughs> so I am going to start a little, I guess, series within the series, just talking about about these these issues. And I think they're pretty complex issues and I don't think they can all fit into one episode and I don't think they should be fit into one episode because I think it's pretty intense stuff. It's a lot to learn and take in and I'm still learning and I'm still taking in and I am by no means an expert on these topics. I I am still learning. I am still absorbing and trying and making mistakes and hopefully learning from my mistakes. And with that being said, I love communication and I would love to hear what you guys have to say about this stuff. And if you feel I was 
wrong on an issue or I misspoke or something didn't sit right with you, I absolutely call me out. Absolutely send me a message, send me an email. You can reach me at brainfartpodcast at gmail.com or you can message me on Instagram at brainfartpodcast or Facebook at brainfartpodcast. I I love the discourse and I would love to hear other people's experiences and thoughts and just really kind of let this be a community and let us talk about this stuff and figure it out together and grow and become better people together. So that's my whole kind of spiel there. I didn't mean for that to be kind of a mm, plugging my social media handles, but you know, it happened and there it is. So that's what we're starting with. But so basically in these coming weeks, I want to talk about several several issues within it. I'm really interested on talking about intersectionality uh, and issues relating to marginalized groups. That's really interesting to me. I'm also really interested in highlighting and acknowledging different kinds of people in the disabled community, whether uh, they're advocates or activists or influencers or all of the above, uh, as well as finding resources for myself and for you guys that span our our community, the disabled community, as well as other marginalized groups, as well as spanning several of those, because so, there's so many different experiences out there. And I want to be able to learn and take and figure out what's going on. And if I can do that, I would also like to do that for you guys and give you guys that opportunity and make maybe make it a little easier for you in the long run. So with all that being said, I did want to start off this episode kind of with a primary focus and almost like a preliminary episode on ableism. Um, to be honest, ableism is something I am still learning about and still rewiring my brain about because it is something I have been facing and dealing with, but also perpetuating since since birth, probably, because it's what we're being taught. And so with, with this newfound knowledge and with being in or closely affiliated with this disabled community, I still feel like I lacked and lack a great knowledge or a great deal of knowledge on ableism. And so to begin, I just wanted to give the the definition. You can type in ableism, and this is the definition that pops up. And I just want to give it to you guys so we're kind of on a similar page of what I'm talking about in this episode. So I'll just say uh, ableism is discrimination and social prejudice against people with disabilities or who are perceived to have disabilities. Ableism characterizes persons as defined by their disabilities and as inferior to the non-disabled. So basically, discrimination in favor of able-bodied people. <laughs> um, and that that seems like, okay, that that makes sense. We all understand that now. And I think sometimes... It can be very obvious discrimination, like restaurants refusing to put in a wheelchair ramp or, I don't know, actively not putting some, th I don't know, just people actively and strongly speaking out against the disabled community, which is pretty extreme. But that's, that is the far extreme. I think what I'm interested in, and obviously I'm interested in that, but what I'm 
a little bit more intrigued by is the subconscious and unconscious discrimination. And this is a concept I've started to become more aware of, mainly through my research of racism and facing my own racist tendencies, whether that be subconscious or unconscious or, you know, just in the open. I'm I'm learning and I'm growing. And I talked about this more in my last episode. So if you guys want to listen to that, or if you did, yeah, okay, there it is. But so this, this idea of not quite realizing that you are being discriminatory because of the way that you were brought up or your experiences or the way kind of the system makes us think of these things. And so I guess I'll just give you an example. And this is kind of the example I'll be using this episode primarily. And um, the most obvious example is what is termed inspiration porn. I did not term this. Um, That is the portrayal of people with disabilities as inspirational solely or in part on the basis of their disability. And so this term was coined uh, in 2012 by disability rights activist Stella Young. It was in an editorial in a webzine, webzine, webzine called Ramp Up. And she also further explored it in her TED Talk. And her TED Talk, which is called I'm Not Your Inspiration, Thank You Very Much, uh, it's awesome. It was she. It was recorded, I think, in 2014. You can find it on YouTube. It's a great way to spend 10 minutes. I don't even think it's 10 minutes. I think it's nine minutes. So it's re- really not a huge chunk of your day you're taking out to watch this really great, funny woman speak on her disability. Um, and I'll add the disclaimer and say that my description of it doesn't do it justice. And I will quote her a bit and it just it would be much easier if you just watched it yourself (laughs) Um, because I'm not gonna sit here and just spew out her words because that would be a disservice to her Um, and so I guess when it comes to this inspiration porn it's kind of it's like those those videos you see of, um, I don't know, a young girl without a leg running a race, and it's like, wow, look at her run that race. That is inspirational. Or it's just a lot of the, it's any time that you're seeing videos or pictures or I guess even memes portraying someone with a disability, and then there's a quote attached to it like, uh, I don't know, you have no excuse if they can do it, which is so awful, but honestly, that's how a lot of them are. And what bothers me the most about these is that people see these pictures and these stories and they're just able to distance themselves from it. They can cry from the inspiration, but also just be grateful that it isn't something they have to deal with in this life. And they can wish well on this person and think about them and think, wow, they did a great job, and then do nothing to make the world a better place for those disabled people. So it's almost like you can watch it, you can feel good about yourself for watching it, and then not do anything about it. And Stella says, she says, disabled people are using the bodies they were given to the capacity that is available to them. So they are adapting to to what they have to adapt to to get by in this world. And 
I'm not going to sit here and compete and compare disabilities and say, well, this one gets this and this one has to deal with more than this one. Um, but I will note that the challenges I face are invisible. So any stigma attached from visual cues is not something I deal with. So someone's not going to immediately start discriminating against me because I look like I have a disability. Um, of course, this comes with its own set of issues because even if you can't see someone's disability doesn't mean it isn't there, which is the whole, there's so, wow, there's so many stories of people being, uh, people writing letters and putting them on people's windshields because they are in a disabled spot and just because you can't see their disability doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Okay, so that's, we know that, we know that. I've talked about that and come on, you gotta know that. Um, but so, with that in mind, I have had to deal with the learning curve that came with developing bodily challenges later in life because of health complications. I I was talking to Martin about this, my partner, and we were discussing, I really started to question, do I have disabilities? Is Am I a part of that community? And it's something I think about and struggle with, and it's still part of my self-identity, but whatever it may be, I do have... I do have these bodily challenges that came from health complications. So that is that. And the more I live in this world with them and teach myself about disabilities, the more I realize how easily people turn away from them. They turn away from disabilities or they fail to acknowledge they even exist until, I don't know, someone posts an inspirational post on Instagram or something. And I'm I'm not saying all of this to lessen the accomplishments of these people, of these people who are overcoming these obstacles to get where they are. I'm just saying, what if we consider how many of these obstacles are in place because of our society's ableist ideas or ideals, ideas and ideals? So maybe it comes, it becomes the thought of what if these people are being more disabled because of society's lack of resources and lack of trying to help them and trying to make this world a more accessible place. And so instead of just sharing these videos or shedding a tear from them or whatever you do and you're liking them, maybe it's time to see what can be done and what change can be brought about to make this place to make this a place that is equally accessible to all people. I I hope that made sense, because it made sense in my brain, and I hope it made sense to you. Basically saying, what if, what if the system is disabling them more than their actual physical disablements? That's, that's a thought. Accessibility period. (laughs) And so I guess this all goes back to what I was talking about last week, about how there should be no gatekeeping when it comes to equal rights. And while today I'm talking more on disability, obviously, I've said the word disability 5,000 times, I'm sure you realize now. (laughs) This goes further than that. It shows us that we've been fed from a very young age to believe that this is the way it should be and just this is the way it is and we grow into that and that is what we think until 
we are faced with a disability or we have a loved one faced with a disability, like it doesn't affect us until we see it in action or right in front of our faces. And honestly, a lot of I'm, this is a little tangent, but I'm seeing this a lot with the whole coronavirus and COVID and people not wearing a mask or not taking precautions because it hasn't affected them. Or no one they know has it, so it must not be real. But it's like it, it is affecting people, and things don't need to be shook, shook, waved in front of your face to to be real, to be tangible. And so I think I think we have to start thinking of that and how we have been taught that from a young age and the more I the more I age no the older the older I get and the more I join these communities and the more I try to put myself into situations where I'm meeting people of all different kinds of backgrounds I'm I'm realizing I have to start questioning what I've been taught and what we've been taught and I hope you will too and I'm not saying that I don't know maybe I am saying this to be some conspiracy theorists, but maybe the conspiracy theory is equal rights. Hmm, what a what a concept. Um, but yeah, I I I jest. But it is it is something that's so important, and there's so much information and learning materials out there, and we have access, and we have the ability to to do better and to learn and to try harder and to make this a better place. And I don't know, I don't want to get, I'm sure this whole thing has been preachy, but I don't want to get preachy being like, we have to be better for this world. But honestly, we do. And there, there are ways that we can help and there are ways that we can improve. And I think if we just flip the script a little bit and see it from a different perspective, then we can learn more and understand more and try more to try more to do, um, try harder. And yeah, that's what I'll, I guess that's what I'll leave it at. This was quite, this was another one of these episodes. It, it gets a little hard for me, I guess, when I'm talking about these issues because I become very passionate about them and I sometimes don't understand how <laughs> I don't understand how people can have any other opinion than my opinion. <laughs> I I joke, but it is it is sometimes hard when it comes to people and real human beings and I don't understand how people can't empathize with a person even if they're not experiencing that exact person's life. So, that that is that. This isn't the last time I'm speaking on these ob- topics, objects, topics, all of the above. I hope you find them as interesting and necessary as I do. I really do think they're necessary to talk about. I, like I said, I'm not the end-all be-all of these conversations. I'm just trying to be, mm, I don't know, the, the one of the people starting the conversations. And maybe within our community, we can talk about it and figure it out and learn more. And the more I talk about it, the more I feel I understand it. And maybe while you're listening, you're having some sort of epiphany on it too. Or maybe you're not. Maybe you're sitting there and you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. So that's that. I think... I think that's where I'll leave it. Next time I want to talk about kind of how I've faced ableism as a young person. It's funny because I was sitting in 
bed talking to Martin like 30 minutes ago about this. And I was like, well, what ableism has I faced? Has, has I faced? Hoi, oh Lord, have I faced? Good gracious, that was, whew. My tongue's a little tied all of a sudden. Um, But basically asking what I have, what have I faced? And basically Martin rattled off a list of things that I didn't even consider, I didn't even think of as ableism. So that just goes to show that I am constantly learning and growing as well and realizing and absorbing and how many other words can I say that mean something? Um, But yeah, so I want to talk a little bit about that next week, as well as just ableism and the cost of medical intervention and treatments and even... Even in job descriptions, that was another topic that came up with how you don't even think of it as ableism, but when you really break it down, some wording and some of the way that our society and systems say things and portray things really is shockingly ableist. And yeah, I want to talk about that. Also, I found out that it's Disability Awareness Month, so what perfect timing to be talking about it, if not now. So I hope that this was interesting and informative to you. Uh, And I think I'll leave it there for this week. So I will talk to you guys again in two weeks. I hope you have a great whatever time it is, wherever you are. And I we'll talk to you in two weeks. I just repeated that. You know what? Just let's get to the fart. Bye.